Welcome to episode six of RVing Dads. This is Todd Muller, sitting next to my partner here. Dustin Dickens. So welcome to our, our newest episode. Today we're gonna to talk about tools. Um, it's actually gonna be the first part of a two-part podcast. Today we're gonna to talk about the essentials, what you really need when you hit the road, along with what we like to carry, a couple, a couple things that maybe aren't necessary, but they're certainly nice to have when you need them. Uh, just a reminder, RVing Dads is sponsored by Full-Time Families. Full-Time Families is a great organization if you have a family, you're thinking about hitting the road or traveling on the weekends or doing some camping with your family. Uh, Fulltimefamilies.com, check it out. Today, Todd and I are sitting here in the green grass with the sun out, and uh, we happen to be mooch docking uh, free hookups at a family house. And uh, so my family and Todd's family, and also we have a, a third family joining us here today. So we have a total of 11 children running around playing. In fact, you'll probably hear them in the background. And uh, we're excited to talk about tools because it's something we use every single day. All right, so we're gonna start talking about the basics. So these are the tools that uh, Dustin and I have come up with a list here that we believe is, is the most important to have if you're going to be on the road, either full-timing or part of the time. From how much experience here, Todd, how, how long has it taken us to get these tools? <laughs> it's taken quite a bit. What have combined, this is like 10 years of experience here. Yeah, a, a lifetime, but uh, <laughs> adapted over the last probably 10 years to fit RVing, full-time RVing lifestyle. Yep. Um, so I'll start with one of the easiest ones, screwdrivers. Uh, screwdrivers, a nice screwdriver kit, including Phillips, flathead, squarehead, um, maybe even a couple torques in there if you have them. Um, I know for me and my RV, uh, everything that came from the factory is square head. So uh, I do keep a couple of those on hand just in case. And it's so frustrating trying to take out one of those factory screws with a Phillips screwdriver. <laughs> it just strips. <laughs> yep, it never works. I learned that quickly. So uh, now when I do take stuff out, I take it out the flat head or the, the square head and I put a Phillips head back in when I'm done. Absolutely. And you know, screwdrivers are one of those awesome tools because they're multi-purpose. I also use them for uh, for killing bugs and uh, as uh, pry bars and uh, things like that. Mm -hmm. so. Yep. All right, so that's a good one. Um, pliers. Uh, again, here a whole set. What kind of what kind of pliers do you carry around? Oh my goodness, I carry a lot of pliers. Uh, so needle nose pliers. I carry side cutters. I carry uh, adjustable pliers, uh, crescent wrenches. I carry. I don't know. I carry probably too many pliers yes but just having the right tool at the right moment seems to really help uh, you carry any specialty pliers I think you hit them all um, I think what you said there's everything I carry as well and I, I have a few of each um, a couple of big pipe pliers that I like to use sometimes but uh, I'd say the most commonly used pliers for me are the needle nose uh, I carry both a short and a super long needle nose pliers to get in those tiny RV places <laughs> and those are probably the most commonly used for me yep yeah I would say so too um, all right. What about wrenches, Dad? Wrenches, super important too. I carry a metric set, a English set, uh, open-ended, of course. Uh, I use them all over the place, kind of along the same lines as wrenches, socket set. Oh yeah, socket set. I, that's probably 20 pounds of my weight is sockets. Sockets. I, I over carry sockets. I have not only the metric but in the Imperial, I have uh, half-inch sockets and quarter-inch sockets and three-eight sockets. Um, I could probably leave those at home. But you know what, I use them so often. Just having that right socket at the right moment is worth that 10 pounds of weight probably. Yep. I don't know, I'm yep. afraid to weigh them. <laughs> same, same, as, same as you do, I do the same thing. I have uh, multiple socket sets, big ones, small ones. Uh, I also have some specialty ones. You know, once you 
you realize that you want to take the anode rod out of your uh, hot water heater, <laughs> and it's not a size that comes along. That's a big socket, isn't it? It's a big one. Yeah. Um, so I carry one of those and spark I, plug. I also carry a handle for my, my sockets. Um, I have this big copper tube that I slip over the handle of my, my socket uh, and uh, gives me a little more torque when I need it right. for those rusted on bolts. <laughs> That's a that's a great one. I do. I carry a, a big torque wrench. Actually, I use the same thing. Ah, uh, torque wrench. That's smart. Yeah, um, you see, you're much smarter than me. <laughs> I use the, the the bicep torque wrench. <laughs> right. Although I will say, my torque wrench, I probably use it more as a breaker bar than than actually a <laughs> torque wrench. Well, uh, let's see. What else do we have in our bag? So uh, I always carry a utility knife, just a super sharp knife with a replaceable blade. Yep. Because our RVs are made of cardboard and wallpaper, so uh, a knife pretty much cuts anything. Yes, yeah, for sure. Utility knife, same as me. I carry a, a scraper knife as well, just in case. Uh, gotta scrape some of that gunk off the outside of it. Mm -hmm. uh, electric meter, like a, a 12 volt multimeter, is a valuable tool in, in my toolbox for battery problems. And it seems like everything is 12 volts. And if it's not 12 volt, it's uh, 110 volts. So I need a good quality multimeter to diagnose problems effectively. Yep. I do as well, and uh, I, you know, one of the basics we forgot is a hammer. I carry a couple of different hammers. Oh, of course, hammers. <laughs> yes. Now, is that for fixing or destroying? Well, it depends on the day. <laughs> okay. I do carry a regular claw hammer, actually a couple claw hammers. Uh, I carry a rubber mallet for some of the strange things you got to hit. I also happen to carry a, uh, a pickaxe or a miner's pick for my son because he likes to break rocks. Up oh me. yeah, breaking rocks. You know, kind of flashback. Is anyone have you seen the movie RV with Robin Williams? Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. So you know they have the big rubber mallet that hits in the tire chocks every time they stop somewhere. Yeah. Well, I do the same thing. <laughs> That's why I carry my rubber mallet uh, is to hit in my tire chocks. Actually, the kids taking over that job now. They they love to go around after I put the wheel chocks on and hit them in as hard as they can with the rubber mallet. So it makes them feel important. There you go. <laughs> Excellent work. <laughs> And, and that movie, I think, is a requirement for everybody, right? Absolutely, <laughs> yes. And, and even though it's funny, a lot of the things are truthful. Yes, for sure. Um, all right. And then, uh, oh, I skipped over our safety equipment. Oh, safety. What is that? Right. <laughs> so glasses yep. uh, to protect your eyes. And do you carry any other safety equipment? I carry gloves. Um, I carry a couple of sets of work gloves, insulated, non-insulated, along with some latex Oh, yeah. I carry the, the nitrate gloves, like the blue hospital gloves. Those seem to be the best for me because I, when I first started out, I used them for, for connecting and disconnecting sewer, but um, now they just sit there. I, I learned soap is easier Right. gloves. <laughs> I, actually, I do. I carry nitrate gloves, so I carry the, the really thick orange ones. Okay. Um, I found I could pack a bearing with them and oh, they wouldn't, and they wouldn't yes. tear. Um, but I still I still use them for my sewer. I just I can't get past that. Okay. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> and I also carry ear protection protect me when I'm using some tools and also when I just need 10 minutes of quiet time from the kids I can put on my ear protection right <laughs> I do have that as well although I haven't used it in a long time <laughs> uh, let's see what else do we need here Todd that's uh, considered a basic tool you know I would say a uh, bat battery operated drill screw gun oh of course constantly using it so shall we go through what, what do you carry what kind of battery tool do you use and why yep. Absolutely. Um, probably the, the drill is the biggest one. I use the, the battery-operated drill all the time. I do carry a battery-operated torque wrench as well. Um, for, I use it primarily for my lug nuts. During some of our setup, I raise and lower my jacks with it, even though you're not supposed to, but I do anyway. Yeah, I, I did that as well. And I like the drill and also the impact wrench. 
Uh, it's much faster and tinier, easier to use. Actually, that's what I meant was the impact range. Oh, right now. okay, there we go. Not a torque wrench, but anyway. Uh, let's see. Oh, jumper cables are important. Yeah. Those are kind of obvious, but. Yep, yeah, they're definitely a, a nice thing to have. <coughs> uh, I've used them a couple times over the years, and it's and, good to have them when you need them. And you always need them in the middle of the night, so. Of course. So a flashlight is probably a good. A good tool. A, cool, a, a good uh, combination there. Yeah, flashlight, carry a bunch of flashlights, especially uh, I like the head the headband flashlights. Yeah. It's nice to have your hands free when you're trying to do something in the middle of the night. Yeah, and, and the phone doesn't work too well in the middle of the night when you're trying to jump a truck or an RV. And if you have if you don't have one, one of those tactical flashlights are oh. super bright. They're great to have. <laughs> and they look cool. And actually, go, jumping back to our battery-operated tools, uh, I also have a, a big spotlight that you, works on the same batteries as my, my tools that I can light up a, you know, the hole underneath or I can light up a big area if I need to. Awesome. And a uh, tape measure would be probably the last of my essentials. Yep, I would agree. A tape measure is an important thing to have. I think it's a pretty good list. Um, there will be this list up on our website, so if you have any questions about this one, make sure you check it out there. And I think next we're going to get into some of our, our niceties and those tools that uh, maybe aren't required, but we think they're nice to have. Okay, so on to our second list of the day here, and uh, we're gonna talk about the, the nice tools to have that maybe they're not absolutely necessary, but we both, I think, agree that these are some good things to have with you. They make things a lot easier when, when stuff breaks or when you have to make any modifications. So uh, we touched on it a little bit in the first list, but let's talk a little bit more about battery-operated tools and maybe the set you have. Yeah, so I, I carry a Makita branded set, Todd, uh, and so with the basics of a screw gun and a small impact wrench, um, uh, which I use for you know driving screws and, and drilling holes and such. Uh, I also carry a large impact wrench for lugs when I blow a tire and I have to remove my uh, my wheel. Um, so I carry that big impact. I also carry a grinder, a battery-operated grinder, a battery-operated sawzall, a, a reciprocating saw, and a battery-operated multi-tool. That little vibrating us uh, vibrating tool. So those are the, the key ones that, that I carry. How about you? Yeah, I think uh, I think you've got a, a really nice set. I, for, as far as battery operator goes, I have a uh, obviously a, a drill, screw gun, um, a large impact, again, that I like you do. I use it for lug nuts and so forth. Uh, I also have a uh, large spotlight, like a large oh. spotlight that works off it, which works nicely. And I actually got a 12-volt charger with it, so I, I put a little 12-volt uh, outlet in my basement so I can keep it charged. Uh, some of the other tools you mentioned, eventually I'd like to get as battery operated. But right now, some of the things like I do carry a grinder, but it's a regular plug-in. Um, I do carry a reciprocating saw as well, but again, it's a, it's a plug-in. So uh, I think the plan down the road is to make those battery operated. As my current tools die, I'll, I'll add to my battery operated set because uh, it certainly would be nice to use those without the plug. Absolutely. And you know, one thing that I just remembered, I also have a vacuum cleaner that works off my batteries. It's a small Makita uh, vacuum, a handheld vacuum. Uh, works incredibly well. It's, it, it's a little industrial, so my wife doesn't tend to like it in the house, but it works great for vacuuming the basement and anytime my kids spill, uh, which is every day, then um, it's, it sure is handy and uh, certainly great when I'm boondocking because we have that battery operating tool. Perfect. All right, um, so a couple other things I think we all feel, or we both feel are, are important is, uh, some saws. I know I carry a 
hacksaw in addition to the reciprocating saw, but a, a, a regular old hacksaw. Yeah, um, I carry a little hacksaw as well, just a mini hacksaw handle with the blade. Yep, uh, mine's a little bit bigger than that, but uh, but yeah, they're definitely nice to have. I also carry just a regular small tree saw, and that's uh, a couple of spots we've been boondocking where one little branch was in the way and I had to get rid of it so I could pull <laughs> my uh, my giant floating brick in. Oh yes, I've, I've been in that situation several times. So I, I've actually used my sawzall as a chainsaw. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I also carry a full-size axe when that fails. Yep, I carry an axe as well, but mine's a little smaller than full-size. All right. I guess along those same lines of, of, uh, of that, I carry a big pry bar, small pry bar. How about you? Um, I don't know, pry bars are so big. I tend to just use a giant screwdriver um, and a hammer, and the combo seem to, to work. But I could see the value in a pry bar. Right. Haven't used it much, but every now and then it's nice to have it when you need, need that extra little bit of ripping power. <laughs> that ripping power, yeah. Well, talking about uh, the opposite of ripping is actually repairing. Um, I tend to use uh, sandpaper a lot because my RV frame is made out of metal and a lot of things are made of metal. So I use sandpaper and I combine it with uh, usually a can of spray paint. So um, when I need something to look 10 years newer, I'll sand it down and spray paint it and voila, it looks incredibly new. That's nice. <laughs> Perfect. All right, let's see. Uh, going down our list here, I we have a bottle jack, I carry a couple bottle jacks actually. Of course, right, that's, that's probably an essential or a, or a basic tool. Um, I, I don't know what you Todd, but I blow a lot of tires in my RV and my truck. I, I had six tires, now I have what, 10 tires, and it never fails that I blow a tire, and um, that tool that always gets pulled out is the bottle jack, because I need to change a tire. Yes, yeah, they're nice to have. Fortunately, I wish there was some wood around here to knock on. I have not blown out a lot of tires. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> I've also used it for, for other projects, such as my front landing gear. Um, um, broke one time so I had to put a bottle jack under my my fifth wheel kingpin to lift up the front of the RV and then I could hold it up steadily while I replaced the landing gear so um, those are just two of the many times I've used my bottle jack. One of the more unique times I used the bottle jack I uh, we had uh, set up at a campground and my my wife and my kids had to leave for a few days and they took the truck so I was there by myself with the dog and uh, came to realize that when we had leveled that we weren't really level so our <laughs> one side of the RV was a little higher than the other and was driving me crazy so I pulled out my bottle jack I jacked it up pulled out some of the spacers under the tires and put it back down to make myself level that's funny I have a, a similar story when we first started RVing uh, we didn't have any stabilization on our RV yet and after about three nights of shaking around I it's the middle of the night and my kids were shaking <laughs> around I was just so upset I got up middle of the night with my my flashlight and I got a bottle jack and and propped up uh, a soft spot on the RV to, to level it a little bit. And I don't know if it helped, but it sure made me uh, feel better. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, another one we talk about here is toe strap. Yeah, Some it's to... one of those that you hope you never have to use, right? But um, we've been to very muddy campgrounds in the past. Um, and uh, it sure is a lot easier to have it than need it. Than need it, right. That is a good one. Um, I also carry around just a, I don't know if you call this a, I guess this is a tool, but just a random bag of screws, nuts, bolts, washers um, of varying sizes just to be able to repair things when they do break. Yeah, I actually use a fishing, like a fishing style box with little compartments and uh, it has all the screws and washers and nuts of various sizes and um, it, it, it kind of changes, you know, as 
as I have an RV, I, I end up putting all the old RV parts in there and start using the new screws because the RV screws really aren't that good quality, I think. Right. They're small heads that strip out and um, sometimes they get rusty, so I replace them with uh, stainless or uh, other types of screws. Yep, I do the same thing. That's actually kind of a joke I've I've said a few times over the years is I, I do put stainless steel screws in now when I'm replacing things and uh, eventually my RV will just fall apart and just be a pile of rubble <laughs> and all that will be left is my stainless steel screws. <laughs> Alright, oh we mentioned, uh, kind of got off our list here but going back, um, I carry an air compressor. Of course, air, only one? <laughs> only one right now. <laughs> okay, yeah I mean right with our, all the tires and, and uh, kids toys, uh, I certainly carry an air compressor. I carry a 12 volt one. Um, last year I carried both a 12 volt air compressor and a, 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 a 110 air compressor, so I carried uh, a backup and uh, I really didn't need more than one. I think a 12 volt air compressor is, is all I need. How about, do you just, is yours 12 volt? Yes, yeah, I carry a, a V-Air, V-Air. Oh, yeah. Um, 12 volt does really well and uh, I actually had to buy it uh, a couple years ago. I upgraded all my tires to uh, uh, low level G, so they have to go up to 110 PSI, and my old compressor could not get that high, so I had to go out and spend some money on a pretty big 12 volt compressor to make sure I was able to fill my tires up. Nice, nice. Uh, what else do we have on our list? We have so many projects, Todd, there's always these specialty tools. Um, let's see, well, how about uh, when you're in a dirty spot and you have to climb under your RV and you uh, are wearing your favorite, you know, t-shirt and you don't want to get it dirty, what do you carry in those situations? I do have a, a little throw tarp um, so I can throw it on the ground so when I've got to crawl under there in the in the mud or the rain or the just dirt, I can uh, put that down first and try to keep my favorite t-shirt clean. Yeah, I, I carry an old jacket for that reason, uh, an old Carhartt jacket that's all dirty and destroyed, but I throw it down. And you know what, what I most commonly use, Todd, is I usually just use the, the camping mat that's in front of our RV. I'll just throw it under the RV uh, and, and multi-purpose at that point. Perfect, yep. Always have to stay clean, right? Don't wanna... Yeah, some days. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, a couple other, actually another nice tool that I carry is a tear, uh, pair of tin snips. Of course. Uh, when things break, it's nice to be able to cut them off before you move on down the road. Got them right here, yellow handled tin snips. They are invaluable. All right. Getting down here to the to the last few items, um, extension cords. I carry quite a few. Well, I carry two, two lengths. Uh, I think about a 25 footer, maybe a 100 footer. Okay. Yeah, I carry. Uh, see, I carry two 50 footers, and then I add them together when I need a 100 foot. Um, but of course, I carry many different sizes of cords. Um, not only the 15 amp extension cords, but also the 30 amp extension cord and the 50 amp extension cord. And, oh, sure. And hope to never need them all together, but. Uh, I'm prepared should I need that. Yep. Talking about electric, I carry an assortment of batteries and I think that's part of being a dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dad, right? So I have a whole box of AA and AAA and 9 volts and button cell and, you know, for when that flashing toy that makes noise uh, suddenly is the most important thing in your kid's life. Absolutely. All right, a couple items left. I do carry a bucket. Uh, a bucket, of course. Carry a bucket. I carry some sponges and, and a an extendable pole for, um, for cleaning yeah not only cleaning but also uh, at the beach the kids tend to use it a lot and when I just need to carry around a lot of tools to do a little project I'll, I'll use the bucket. I can't count how many times I've used a bucket yep. yeah I use mine all the time 
I'd love to say that I wash my rig all the time, and that's why I need it, but that rarely happens. <laughs> I think that's the reason you carry the bucket, but it, it never, uh, certainly I never use it for that purpose. Um, and then looking through my, my toolbox that I have here, there's also a couple little tools, that, like a scraper. I carry like a putty knife scraper and, um, uh, and a pair of scissors, which I tend to use quite often, um, and a, a lighter. Yep. I do carry a torch. Um, oh, a torch, yeah, that's smart. This is a big one just to need some heat sometimes, and sometimes it's nice to, to use it to light the fire when, when the wood's a little bit wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the bigger ones that I, I only use every few months would be like a grease gun and uh, to grease my, my axle bearings. Yep, grease gun and, and a caulk gun. I carry one of those. As oh, well. of course, to keep the water out and yep. <laughs> keep it on the outside. Um, and then a, a, another one, Todd, I carry is an extending pole. Mine happens to be uh, probably a 12 foot, 15 foot extendable pole um, used for uh, like a painting pole or a painting stick. And uh, I never use it. For, I never use it for painting. I always use it for antennas, to, for my cell booster, or uh, when the kids put frisbees in the trees and um, uh, on the roof. Yep. And well, we could go on all day about tools. In fact. I think we're going to have to cut this episode here, and uh, we'll continue it on our next episode, which will be Tools 2.0, which talks about all the soft goods, which is the adhesives and the sealants and lubricants and tapes, etc. We have a whole uh, list of those that we use as well. So we'll talk about those on our next episode. Uh, feel free to go to our website, rvingdads.com, where we will have this list of all these tools and more uh, if you want to follow up. Perfect. And of course, uh, in addition to our website, we are both available via email. I am Todd at RVingDaz.com and Dustin is Dustin at RVingDaz.com. Uh, also, just want to mention our sponsor again, Full-Time Families. Great organization for uh, those families who are on the road. Uh, check out their website at FullTimeFamilies.com. Obviously, a big portion of Full-Time Families is the Facebook pages and, uh, you know, check out the Facebook pages. Uh, there's one open to the general public and of course the members get access to a lot more uh, content and a, a members group and member branches and other great things. So fulltimefamilies.com, we thank them for sponsoring us and uh, check them out. Well, that's it. I think that wraps up this episode. We thank you for all for listening and uh, we hope this podcast brought you some value, if only for entertainment.